Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for October the 11th. And not a lot has changed overnight. Our areas of interest continue to be areas of interest. For instance, Western Australia is still predicted to be dry through a big part of the next 10 days, and winter crops are reproducing and filling there, and the yields are tumbling downward as they you know, see drier and drier conditions during this process. Queen Queensland, Australia is also going to continue to be dry and unirrigated summer crops will not be planted until there's some kind of meaningful rainfall there. Irrigated summer crops are in relatively good shape and of course winter crops are maturing and being harvested and there won't be any delay in that process at all. In Argentina, there's still a lot of debate out there in the model data over whether or not it's going to rain significantly or not, especially in the second week of the outlook. The overnight models did reduce some of the precipitation advertised previously in the second week of the outlook. However, we feel that there will still be some increase in shower and thunderstorm activity after day 10 in Argentina. Now, I think we've been saying that for a long time, so we have to be careful and realize that the drought is, is still out in the living and outsmarting all of the forecasters out there, and we need to be very careful not to expect to see significant rain until it almost happens. For right now, though, it does look like this first week of the outlook will be relatively dry biased, but there will be a few showers around. A similar situation is occurring in Brazil. In center west, crop areas still need to see a good general soaking. The topsoil has firmed up again across a big part of that state, although there are some central portions of Mato Grosso that have had significant rain recently and they're in best shape, but everybody else is needing more moisture. The precipitation continues to follow a pattern from 2015 when an El Nino behaved very similar to this, and eventually the rains improved, but it was kind of a, an erratic early season distribution of rain, and this is probably going to continue for at least another week to 10 days. Increasing shower activity is still being suggested in the model data after day 10, but it will wait and see on that, just like in Argentina. The Amazon River Basin is still notably dry biased, and that concerns us because that's the source for the moisture in Mato Grosso, and if we don't see more moisture building up in the Amazon basin, then it would uh, limit the amount of moisture that's going to come southward for a while. In center-west Brazil and areas in the interior southern parts of, uh, I'm sorry, in the center-south areas of Brazil and southern portions of the country, we are going to continue uh, to experience an environment here that is going to stay wetter than usual. Too much moisture raises the potential for some issues there with the, uh, the wheat quality declining and delays in corn and soybean development as well. Uh, the planting process will be delayed until better drying conditions occur. In contrast to that, wet uh, bias, we have some more drought to talk about in southeastern Asia, in particular uh, southern Indonesia. That area continues to experience a dry bias. We don't expect that to change anytime soon. Myanmar and western Thailand, though, are in a wetter biased mode right now, making up for some of the dryness that dominated a big part of the summer. Well, the monsoon is only uh, has a short period of time left before that particular region is going to turn drier biased again. So these next couple of weeks of rain are going to be very important. Hurricane Lydia moved into west central Mexico overnight and has dissipated as a significant tropical cyclone. It did produce some flooding and some strong wind. We don't believe the damage to crops in west central portions of Mexico were that was that great, but some coastal 
areas certainly did see some damaging conditions for a little while last evening. The remnant moisture from Lydia will merge in with a disturbance that's over the trop uh, sorry over the Gulf of Mexico and that will likely enhance rainfall along the U.S. coastal region, especially northern Florida and southern Georgia and southeastern Alabama. And that will occur from now into uh, Thursday night and will likely see some two to three and maybe four inch amounts of rain in that area. This could raise some concern over cotton quality in southern Georgia and certainly delay cotton uh, and uh, peanut harvesting as well as some late season soybean harvesting. We do expect to see uh, the northern parts of India still having a chance for some shower activity as we go forward into the second week of the forecast. That precipitation should prove to be beneficial for future wheat and millet as well as rapeseed planting. Andrea Pradesh though in southern India is still way too dry and is going to stay that way for an extended period of time raising some concern for crops there. In southern Russia and parts of Ukraine another area where the models are not being very consistent about whether it's going to rain or not going to rain we still are of the opinion that some shower activity will occur in these areas but mostly in the second week of the forecast and uh, at the moment it looks like there's still a, a chance we'll see some increasing precipitation near and after day 10 but just like in Argentina that seems to be more of a forecast that doesn't seem to ever verify than anything else but I do think that there's going to be a change eventually in that region. The U.S. weather is going to be about the same as it was yesterday. We still expect to see rain occurring across South Dakota, Nebraska and areas eastward into the Great Lakes region as we go forward through the next two to three days. There will be some one to three inch amounts of rain, some locally more um, uh, totals in a few spots. Uh, the Delta, the Ohio River Basin area and uh, it perhaps uh, North Carolina and Virginia are going to be pretty darn dry. Same thing is true for West Central and Southwestern parts of the Plains. A lot of wind today across the Great Plains. That'll raise a little bit of concern for some harvest progress and might actually cause a little bit of blowout for some of the cotton in West Texas, but I don't think that's going to be a big issue. Cooler temperatures will settle into the Midwest behind this storm system, so this weekend into next week it'll be cooler biased, and we also expect to see a potential here for Canada's prairies to stay basically dry except along the front range of the Rocky Mountains. Good harvest progress is occurring in that particular area. And lastly, a super typhoon Bolaven over the western Pacific Ocean will be closely monitored. It has been impacting the Mariana Islands here recently. The peak winds and uh, wind gusts have been about 200 miles per hour here in the last few hours and sustained winds of 166 miles per hour. The storm may eventually work its way into the Gulf of Alaska, which could be of interest for Alaska and in British Columbia a week or so from now, but more importantly, it might send some colder air through the eastern part of North America as we get into that latter part of next week. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.